We'll see, we are continuing today, Meretz Hashem and Maseches, Peol, Perek Vov, Mishnayis, Aleph, and Beis, the sixth chapter, and the first and second Mishnayis. So Mishnah Aleph says as follows, the first Mishnah, Beis Shammai Omrim, an interesting case, Hefker La'aniyim Hefker. So we're dealing now with the following situation. The Baratanura says, Misha Hefker La'aniyim Velo La'ashirim. Let's say someone made his property, his grain, we'll call it. He made it ownerless. But interestingly enough, he made it ownerless with a stipulation, specifically, that it should only be ownerless for the poor, but not ownerless for the wealthy. So if you're poor, this produce is ownerless, you could take it. But if you're wealthy, you're not allowed to touch it. So what's Talocha? Beishamai says, it works. Beishamai says that even this type of conditional type of hefker, only hefker for one type of segment, ultimately works. So Beisilom Beisilom says, no, eno hefker ad sheyufkar av la'ashirim kishmito. Beis Hillel says, no, the concept of Hefker, by definition, means ownerless without conditions. That by definition, one abdicates all ownership over a particular item. And that's manifest in the fact that now the item is accessible and acquirable by anyone and everyone. And therefore, Beis Hillel says, Halacha Lamaisa, if at the end of the day the produce is only acquirable by the poor, but not by the rich, then Halacha Lamaisa, that's not called Hefker. And he brings the Raya, brings the proof by Shemitah. Shemitah is the paradigmatic example of Hefker, of ownerless produce. And what happens by Shemitah? Shemitah, the produce in the field, is accessible to everyone. Call Omri Hasadashal, Ksamachlogis Beshamayim Beshilal. Call Omri Hasadashal Kav Kav, Ve'echot Shal Arbaz Kabin Ushachacho. It's another interesting case. Let's say a person's bundling their grain. And the size of each bundle is one kav. A kav is a measurement. And you happen to have one bundle that's four kavin. So you have one bundle that's four times the size of the other bundles. And now what happens? You forget the large bundle. You forget the four kav bundle. So the shayla is, is this shechecha? Beishamah omrim eno shechecha. Beishamah says this is not called shechecha. Now this is interesting. Beishamah's logic is like this. Since this one bundle is so much larger than the other bundles, by definition, you're not going to come to forget it. Even, even if you forgot it momentarily, there's no way you're going to forget it in a prolonged state, in a prolonged state because at the end of the day, it's so much larger than anything else you have. So Beishamah therefore says it's not Shechecha, but Beishamah says, no, the size of the bundle doesn't really matter. If you forgot it, you forgot it. And therefore that is called Shechecha. So two really fascinating machloks and two, two disputes between Beishamah and Beishamah in this first Mishnah. Mishnah Beis. Haomer shu samuch lagafa vilagadish labakar vilakelin ushechacha. So now a very interesting case. You have a bundle of wheat. And you forgot the bundle of wheat next to these items. So again, the definition of these things is lagafa. Gafa is a wall. Gadish is a pile of grain. Bakar or kalim means cattle, right? Or utensils that are used for farming. Ushchacho. So you forgot the bundle by one of these things. Now the idea over here is as follows. You forgot the bundle by what we'll call, for lack of a better term, a landmark. In other words, that at the end of the day, you forgot it by something significant. And because the item is significant, ultimately you're going to be drawn back to this location. So you forgot it by a wall. You forgot it by a, by a pile of grain. You forgot it by your cattle. You forgot it by your farming tools. So these are things where you are going to inevitably come back to this area. So therefore the shayla is, does this type of forgetfulness constitute halachic shichacha? Beishamah omrim eno shichacha. Beishamah says halach lamaisa, this is not called shichacha. And the logic being what? The logic being 
The logic being that halacha lemaisa, because you're going to be drawn back to this area, because when you're drawn back to this area, we know you're going to quote unquote discover the bundle again, and therefore halacha lemaisa, it's not shechacha. Basil and basil say no shechacha. Basil on the other hand say no, no. That halacha lemaisa, this is called shechacha as well. So you see, by the way, this is. It's a continuation of the previous Mishnah, because in the previous Mishnah, we had a situation where normally your bundles are one kav. You made one very large four kav bundle, and you forgot the four kav bundle. So Beishamai essentially says, since you're going to be drawn back, right? You're not going to forget about such a big bundle. It's not called Shechachah. Beishamai says, in this Mishnah, if you forgot the bundle by some type, we'll call it a landmark, something significant inside of the field, you're not going to forget about that type of bundle. Whereas Beishil essentially says, forgetting is forgetting. Forgetting is forgetting. So whether you forgot the four kav bundle, even though it's four times bigger than anything else you have in the field, or you forgot it by one of the landmarks, if you forget it, halacha lemaisa, that is called shechacha. Excellent. We'll stop over here for today. Merit will continue on Sunday with Gimel and Dalit. Wishing everyone a wonderful day and a good Shabbos.